Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. In the world of theater, an actor's career is represented by two separate yet equally important groups. The directors, who make choices no one ever understands, and the other actors, who sometimes also make choices no one ever understands. These are their their stories. stories. Well, hey, everybody. Hi, all. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, did I come in too soon? (laughs) You can never Never. come too soon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you can. Actually, you can. You can. We are with the fabulous, wonderful, wild, wacky Rob Maitner. Rob, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. How are you guys doing? Good. You're so good. Rob is one of New York's most beloved character actors. May mm. I say character actor? I, that's a euphemism for fat and balding, right? <laughs> that's on my Did grinder. You, I'm, I'm, those, I'm those things, so yes, let's say that. And Sadie Sadie, married lady, coming up pretty soon, right? She gonna get wed. Look at that ring yes, on that finger. I already got it on my hand. I love it. How oh, congratulations. How long have you two been together? Two and a half years. Amazing. Yes. Rob is one of the funniest people you will ever see on a stage or off a stage. Mm-hmm. He loves theater. Mm-hmm. I love him because he makes references to Reversal of Fortune, the wonderful movie. My mistress is not a diabetic. <laughs> Uda fucking oh, am I not allowed to oh, say, you can say that? Uda oh, yeah. fucking Hagen, like just showing up and being like these domestics. Sometimes she's a Nazi domestic, like in Boys in the Band. No, not Boys in the Band. Boys from Brazil. Although her as the maid in Boys in the Band is be a great. cut scene I want to see. No, yes. There's the cowboy here. Full beats. Full beats. Cowboy, Full beats. cowboy is here. What do you want me to do? Where shall I put him? <laughs> so Rob is a genius. And today we are going to look back, before Rob was this huge star in New York City, mm-hmm. at Rob's humble beginnings. Where'd you grow up? 
I grew up in Saddlebrook, New Jersey. Okay. okay. So. I did. Very close to Broadway. Yes. So let's let's talk about this, Rob. Right. So tell us a little bit. What was your community theater experience yeah. what like? What was Saddlebrook like there? My, so <laughs> Saddlebrook did not have a community theater. So I had to go to the uh, surrounding environs okay. of Bergen County oh, to get yes. my fix. Right? <laughs> so, I, and my community theater experience was... <laughs> Um, I actually loved it, loved it. I have yeah. n- nothing bad to say about it, but it was, it was ambitious. We were ambitious. Bless. Ambitious. We love ambition. In, That's um, good in community theater. Northern New Jersey. Yeah. We felt just close enough that we could do all of it. Right, because you're know what so I'm close to Broadway, yeah, yeah. so why not just bring Broadway to the community theater? So why not at yeah. 15 years old audition for a community theater production of Side by Side by Sondheim? <laughs> This yes, why not do side by side by Sondheim? That makes all the sense that, in the world. We love right? that review. Well, audiences so, do too. Oh yeah. So <laughs> so you know, you have a friend who lives in Saddle River. Now mm-hmm. let me describe for those of you <laughs> not Jersey centric. A lot of times I say I'm from Saddlebrook. Right. And people are like, ooh, fancy. Oh, that's bougie. And what I need to remind them is there's also a place called Saddle River. Oh. And as a river is to a brook, right. Saddle River is to Saddlebrook. Oh, okay. We are not the fancy saddle. No. <laughs> we are not main side saddle. No. Okay, main side saddle. We are like All flat right, ass so right on. There it is. So, um,. I went to high school at the Paramus Catholic Boys Regional High School. Oh. There was also a Paramus Catholic Girls Regional High School in right. the same building, and we were separated by a wall. Really? Yes. It was very Cold War. Um, <laughs> and I didn't have any, you know, I had no skin in the game of winning that Cold War, so I was fine on the boys' side. And so... Uh, but we did our shows together, and we did Bye right. Bye Birdie. That was my first musical in nice. high school, in which I played the tallest Randolph McAfee nice. oh in, in history, recorded wow. history at least. Wow. Um, it's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Wow. True story. I, and our Kim towered over everybody. <laughs> Kim was enormous. <laughs> so uh, one of the girl trios, her name's Eileen Morgan, still a friend of mine, uh, a really great singer-songwriter, this day, she was like, oh, my mom saw in the paper that they're doing Side by Side by Sondheim at the Upper Saddle River Community Theater. Great name. We upper should great, upper, 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 upper Saddle, Saddle River. River. That's yep. even more of it yeah, yeah, than yeah. the Saddle yep. River. It's uptown. And yep. so, so she's like, we should go audition. So uh, she and I went with our friend Glenn, who was my best friend for the first two years of high school. He was two years older than me, so then he graduated. And Glenn and I were, were ahead of our time. We were, Glenn and I were... <laughs> old were, souls. Were we were <laughs> old souls to the point where our audition song for oh, no. Side by Side by Sondheim was a duet. Oh. And it was our reworked Bosom Buddies. You are... This is, no, this is like no, straight no, out of no. Guffman. Like oh, yeah, the couples, no. We, like auditioning. Oh, yeah. You auditioned together. I was definitely Catherine O'Hara. Oh, my God. And Glenn had a lot of direction. Which is great because he's a director now. Says. Oh, like insane. So we go and we audition for Side by Side by Sondheim. Mm-hmm. And there's like a bunch of 40 year olds. And us. Mm. And we were called the kids. Mm. And then they were like, in this production, we're going to have kids. Mm. So the three of us were cast. And 
and it was a cast of, so there were three of us, and then there were like four adult couple, couples. So there was this, it was like a cast of thousands for a show <laughs> that has review. three people. Yeah, yeah that was intimate. So, um, but we did, and like- They padded we, it out. <laughs> we did, uh, uh, our, big, our big number was, everybody says don't, mm. done as a trio, which was a lot of fun. They had, uh, what was it? Oh, yes, if Mama was married, and I had a solo. So what oh. I had was a solo, and this was the first time I sang a Sondheim solo, and it was Anyone Can Whistle. Ooh. And I was, um, at the time, I was thin, I had hair. I was, I was a charming young man, oh, and yeah. I, I, I really did quite well with it. I really enjoyed yeah. it. <laughs> and you sang the whole, like, Anyone Can Whistle. That's yeah. what they oh, say, yeah. easy. Like. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, all of it. Oh, yeah. I even did a turn in the middle. I don't remember why I did a turn, but I remember there was a choreographed turn. A choreographed turn. A turn and anyone can whistle. Yeah, we just, we just, there was a littleography. Love it. Because that song screams. Yeah, that song definitely lends itself to that. He was going to sing I'm Still Here, but his retainer kept falling out. (laughs) I have never worn a retainer in my life, and I am going to, although now I'm grinding my teeth in middle age, so I think I need a night guard. But that's neither here nor there for this conversation. So yeah, so that was my very first experience. And it was actually wonderful. I got to work with these great... It always stuns me when I think about, when I look back and think about the, the amount of talent that exists in mm. a community yeah. that never either pursued it for a little while and decided to do something else or never actually pursued a right. professional career. Just wanted something else, but loved to do it as yeah. a side gig. Um, and it was from there, there was a gentleman who sang... Being alive, he said. Uh-huh. Being alive and a couple of other yeah. things. His name is Bob Russell. Still friends. Oh, he's a friend of mine on the Facebook. Uh, and just a few months later, I went into my sophomore year at Prem's Catholic Boys Regional High School, and I get a phone call <laughs> saying, and it's from Bob. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, hi, Bob. This yeah. is weird. Um, you're calling me, and you're like 38 years old. So right. What's What's happening? going on? You're kind of cute, but. Um, but no, I'm ready. Bob was a, a doll, and he was like, "Actually, I'm doing a production. Wait for it of Torch Song Trilogy <laughs> at the Old Library Theater in Fairlawn, New Jersey, and we just lost our young son in it. Would you like to come audition for it?" And I was like, "Okie dokie. What's that?" <laughs> so I rented the movie the night before. I went to a blockbuster, and I oh, got yes. the VHS. And so I watched it, and I was like, "Oh, this is." This is actually really interesting. And yeah, I would love to play that part. And I'm like super closeted, 15, well, as closeted as I could be, um, 15 year old. And so I go to this audition and they give it to me. So I'm now doing Torch Song Trilogy at 15 years old and going to religion classes during the day. Like, <laughs> like it was a weird time. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so, and you know, David comes in the third act. So I was rehearsing yeah. not yeah. every night of the week. And, but it was an extraordinary experience. It's a beautifully written play. I almost yeah. didn't want to go see the revival because I was like, my yeah. memories are yeah. too precious. Right. Of course. But then I saw it and I loved it. So yeah. I was super happy about yeah. that. But like, so, and then like, you know, I'm doing this third act where Bob is playing my mother basically. And there's the guy playing his lover, Ed. And then there was grandmama. So the the older woman who was casting the play was she was very Estelle Getty like she was okay. diminutive she was not young and her name <laughs> was Blanche Lewis and I'm using was I'm 
she has to be gone now. Okay. Um, because I was 15 and I am, that is like 30 years yeah. ago. So uh, her name was Blanche Lewis and she was delightful and lovely and I would help her off stage in blackouts and we just had a great rapport. And it turns out her son was going to come see the show and her son... Uh, is a comedian named Richard Lewis. I don't know if you guys remember yes. Richard Lewis. Oh, yes. So he had a he had a sitcom on at the time with Jamie Lee Curtis called like Anything But Love, I think it was called. Anything But Love. Rob right? knows, yep, definitely. Anything But Love. And he knows the, the song. song. Amazing. It, and I was like obsessed with this show. I just thought it was amazing and I liked his stand-up and then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, what? So I assumed he was going to come. It's a, We cut an hour out of it this is before it got shortened by Harvey right. for this production. We still cut an hour out of it, and it was three, yeah. just over three hours long. And so, at the old library at theater. At the old library theater, I mean, folding chairs. Oh my God, stop it. Tiny, tiny space. And so we, um, we, we were performing, and Richard Lewis is going to come see the show, and I'm like super excited about it. Oh, yeah. It. And I assumed he was just going to come for the third act to see Mom. But no, he came and stayed through all 900. I was like the <laughs> of homosexuality before angels came about. And I was like, and he was there and there was a Dairy Queen across the street. And like he and his um, really gorgeous model girlfriend mm-hmm. went and like during our act had like shakes and they were drinking the <laughs> shakes. And I was obsessed. And so I met him afterwards and he was a very kind, very interesting man. And I, I started the conversation after being met to him. I was like, I'm a really big fan of yours. And he stopped me. And he was like, no, I'm a big fan of yours. Tonight's oh. your night. And I'm here to tell you how good you are. Oh, and he, classy. he spoke to me about it for a bit and like was just awesome. So, oh. And so that, the old library became my home. Yeah, and bet. so that was the place where I was doing most of my community theater work. <laughs> Nicholas Nickleby. I mean, like, I feel like Sweeney you, you Todd, with, motherfucker. Like, Sweeney <laughs> fucking Todd. Don't come for who's me. Who's in these? Who's in charge of these? I mean, we old. Did They're like angels in America next year. I mean, like, jeez. I I wouldn't be surprised if they did because oh I believe old library is still a working theater. Bless them. Um, but no, we did like my next show there was Sweeney Todd. <laughs> And so I show up, and they're like, you're going to be our lead tenor. And I was like, now I'm 16. And I'm like, of course I am. <laughs> but I was like, a little miffed I wasn't Toby. But then mm, yeah, of you realize how hard that choral singing is. Well, and you realize what an education that and is. And the politics of community the theater politics is of community. real, y'all. It I is mean, real. I feel like blood was spilt over who was yeah. going to be Mrs. Lovett. Oh, like there was, Especially the female roles. Oh, yeah. We all know. Yeah. Like the, the couple ladies who do get all the parts. Oh, yeah. All the ladies of a certain age. She was in that named community. last year. She's That's Mrs. right. Lovett oh, this you year. better believe it. Oh, she ended up playing yeah. Madame Rose. Our, our, our Mrs. Lovett ended up playing Madame Rose shortly thereafter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and our, our Sweeney Todd was, and I might have told you this story off, offline, but our Sweeney Todd was one of the most extraordinary actors I've ever <laughs> performed with. Yeah. In, since I've been doing theater since I was 14 years old. And so his name Something was Art there. Murray, mm-hmm. like the dance studio. <laughs> um, Wings. But he is the brother of Broadway actress and Tony nominee, Mary Gordon Murray. Oh. She was nominated. She was in the revival of Little Me in the 80s and oh. nominated for that. Oh. She was a baker's wife replacement. Oh. She's done a bunch of things. Oh. 
and art. And his wife at the time, I, I don't know if they're married any longer, but um, she was an off-Broadway actress. She had done Steel Magnolias. She'd done Nonsense for a while. Art, and I'm, if I'm telling tales out of school, I'm sorry, Art. Um, but Art had agoraphobia and like would not go into the city, would not, just couldn't do that. Oh. And so he built his life you know, in, he lived in Saddlebrook, New Jersey. He lived in my yeah. town and starred in all of these shows at the old library theater and was so extraordinary. Huh. And it was, in some ways, it was super sad to be like, I wish you had that opportunity or, to, to bring this forward. But my music teacher from high school came to see the show and he was like, that's the best Sweeney I've seen and wow. I've seen them all. Wow. He was yeah. unbelievable. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So yeah, so I did that. That's amazing. I did a production of Dracula there. I was Renfield. (laughs) Second to last bow. Renfield oh, had second to last bow, and and he only because he could not, in good conscience, not give Dracula the last bow. Did I not get that last bow? I was told this because I, my Renfield, you, you really, you really wanted that bow, didn't you? I, well, I was okay yeah. with second to last. Okay, I was right. like, right. it's a little that absurd makes sense. that makes these sense. other people didn't get. That's okay. Boy. It's fine. Mm. Second to last was fine. <laughs> Felt like first. Felt like a Tony, actually. <laughs> So now I'm going to ask you another question. Do it. What were some of the oddest shows you've done in New York when you were first starting out? You know, those little black box things, those were in a church Showcases. Basement. We're going to showcase. Oh, God. Those, the, those sketchy agent things where they're like, can you just send me a headshot in the, the picture of your feet? The basement of some St. Mark's, we'll, you know, church. So I'm trying to think of what I've done instead of what I've left. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was one left, there huh? was one show that was going to be at uh, Theater for the New City. Is that the one in the East Village? Yeah. Yeah. I went to this audition and I was going to be playing I think the character was titled Yuppie Scum and like I was going to foreclose on a hippie commune. Okay. Sure. And so I got cast and I was like shit. What am I going to do? I'm like, I'm going to show up. I'm a professional. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to show Job. up. And so I showed up. I showed up. And within one rehearsal, like, they were, the, the director, who was a little kooky, um, and that's me being kind, um, was, uh, she was, like, creating this, like, orgy scene with me and the hippie girls. Of course. And, like, I was like, I don't think there was one in the script, but it was becoming, and I was like, oh, oh, no. So I used, I used the excuse 
to get it. So I called the next day and I used the excuse that I used to, to stop working at Planet Hollywood. And I'm now going to admit this publicly, oh but I called, I called and I said, I'm so sorry. I have to leave immediately. I'm being a, I'm a replacement in the German production of Cats. Shut, shut up. <laughs> in the German production of Cats. German production of Cats. I knew it's someone who was in the German production of Cats. It's real. Super it specific. What would I ever play in Cats? I can't yeah. dance a step. <laughs> but nobody nope. knew that. Mr. So Mr. they were all like, oh, go- oh what I wouldn't it. give if I was diminutive <laughs> and could do turns after turns after turns. <laughs> Well, I can see you. Oh yeah, can't you see it? Singing that. Can't yeah. you see it? Yeah. So we did. Uh. I was actually pretty selective about <laughs> what. Well, once you've done Torch Song and you've done Sunday you and Sunday tor- and Sweeney I mean, Todd, why, why, Rob, why would I aim I mean, low? Why you would peaked. I do it? Yeah. You peaked at sixteen. Jeez, I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I, I most of my experiences uh, in small theater, I was I I discovered. I discovered people. I discovered groups that I wanted to work with. Mm, yeah. So even when those shows weren't 100% um, successful, they still had something to offer me. Like I, I basically used that as my grad school, which was a terrible idea because I don't have an MFA and I don't have the connections of a grad school. But that's where I learned to act was right. doing yeah. off-off-run oh, yeah. shows. Like I did some really, really, really cool things. Um, is there anything that I've blocked out? <laughs> I have a good one. Can I tell a good yes. one instead of a bad one? Yes. I'll tell a good one. I was doing a production of Picasso with the Lapin Agile, okay. Steve Martin's Steve play. Martin play yeah. And I was playing uh, Einstein. Mm. So I like grew my hair out nice. and I had a mustache and it was a lot of fun. Really great. I was with the Godlight Theater Company and they're, they're still in existence. And we were having a great time. And one of the actresses in it was the daughter of Oscar winner Mary Steenburgen and the stepdaughter of Ted Danson, and they came to see the show, which is amazing, right? Like, that's awesome. Like, Emmy winner, Oscar winner, and they were super, super sweet. Yeah, Yeah, so classy. Gorgeous. And so the, 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 the second to last weekend of the show... Uh, I'm at the bar afterwards. North Square, everybody. If you haven't gone to North Square, go there. <laughs> um, it's a really great bar. This was at Manhattan Theater Source. Yes. If I don't know if you ever What's that? It was a tiny off-off house that had a bookstore in the bottom and a theater up top. Oh, and it was awesome. Was it? it was on, on Mc, uh, McDougal between... Wait. Oh, down there. Like yeah, the it was village. West Village. It was like the yeah. northeast... No, Northwest corner of Washington Square Park. It was yep. right near that, just under 8th Street. Yes. Uh, so it was a really fabulous yes. area to spend. And I did shows there for like four years. It was just fabulous. Mm. And so the, the night, uh, the, la- the, the last week, the second to last weekend of the show, our director, Joe Tantalo, who's a dear friend of mine, went outside and like took a phone call and then came back and looked completely white. And I was like, what? has happened. So I run up to him like, what happened? He's like, someone's coming to the show. Someone's coming to this show. And I was like, and then I was like, oh, Mary Steenburgen did um, Parenthood with Steve Martin. Is Steve Martin coming to see this production of his play? He was like, no, no, not Steve Martin. And I was like, well, who the hell, what the hell do we care? And he was like, you know, she's from Arkansas, right? And who her best friend is. And I was like, you're not telling me Bill and Hillary Clinton are coming to no see this show. No way. They're not coming to a 60-seat house no way. off-Broadway to see this show. So he was like, yeah, they're going to try to make it work. So the next week, 
I'm still, I refuse to believe that this is happening. The show, the closing night was the day the World War II Memorial was dedicated and Bill Mm -hmm. Clinton was there. And I was like, nope, not going to happen. Everything's fine. I get to the theater and somebody comes out in a suit and to see somebody in a suit at that theater. (laughs) I was like, who the fuck is that? And then he talked into his sleeve. Oh my gosh. And it was, it was Secret Service. And all of a sudden I was like, oh God, oh God, oh God. So we get there. Everybody's freaking the fuck out. And so downstairs in our dressing room, I had to like do a St. Crispin's Day speech to the cast who was like, Panicking. And I was like, look, they know foreign policy and healthcare, but they don't know theater. They don't know what we know. They don't do what we do. We're going to go up there and do it. And so we go up, we do the show. He's no further from me than like 10 to like six feet oh at any God. time because the con- the way the, the theater was set up. And so I, I finally became that person that I would like say my line and like, glance over (laughs) I'd be like did Bill like that one is Hillary cracking a smile is that what's happening right now and it was and we got to meet them afterwards and it was just crazy that's a great story yeah this was so much fun I I wish I had more terrible stories this is a celebration is it a celebration it's It's a celebration awesome it's all things because there are shows I've done we love it where and those are like the professional it's really the the, the, I find where I get paid more is where it's generally more terrible (gasps) I did a show. Tell us. You can, yeah, tell us. Do I have to say the name of the show? No. Okay. Names are changed to protect the innocent. Names are changed to protect the innocent. So um, I did an off-Broadway show, and it's possible to figure it out if you go Google me, but I'm just going to talk about it for a second. It was one of those shows where you're working on the script and you're like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. I don't, how do I not know what's happening? I'm generally smart. Mm -hmm. Like I can follow a script. And it was just like, there were these jokes that were not jokes. So it becomes one of those things where you're like, as I was once told by a cast member of another show that I did, it's like feeding ham chunks to newborns. Like, that's how you're going to put over this material. And so it was a smallish off-Broadway house where I could see everybody. And within 10 minutes, I was like, I see the hate. Mm. I see the hate in their eyes, and we have another 80 minutes to go. Mm-mm. And so, like, those are the terrible experiences. Like, yeah. you know, few actors that, you know, one or two that, if they didn't have the right amount of gin in him, <laughs> wasn't a great performance. Like, and that's too little or too much. Like, <laughs> if went out stone cold sober, I was like, oh God, oh God, now I'm white knuckling it. But like the perfect amount of gin made him okay. That's, oh. <laughs> and I was kids? like, yeah, and, you, and I, I don't recommend it because I wanted to, you know, set myself on fire the entire oh, yeah. time. Oh, yeah. But, you know, people do what they gotta, gotta do. And I say, I'll never work with that person again. There That's are two why people. Rob and I have never shared a stage again. Exactly. Wait, that is untrue. Wait, there's two people? There are two, two people. There are two people. Jin Guy is one. Jin Guy is one, and another gentleman. It's both actors. I will, I've never met an actress where I was like, I will never work with her again. I've met some bitches in this business, but I get it, and I'm all for it. But this actor was just super unprepared and had to have material cut because of his. Lack, lack of, preparation. of preparation. And I was like, um, For shame. 
um, mm. not okay. So like those are the people I would never work with again. Mm. You can be, you know, I hate to excuse bad behavior, but if you're good and you're delivering, like, it's true. I'll still show up. But if you're not great and not delivering, then there's no time for you. Go back and, to the library theater and saddle. No, they were not at the. Oh, don't, no, no, they weren't at the old library I'm theater. Totally they probably kidding. did totally it in kidding. Hawthorne. They were probably Hawthorne. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Hawthorne. And very quickly before we go, before Rob came here, we were interviewing the critic John Simon. Oh, are we going to talk about this? Yeah, Rob. What did what did John Simon say about your show? Now listen. I was in, it was my first off-Broadway show. I was right out of college. I was 20, I turned 23 as we were opening this show. It was a little gay and lesbian musical review called Fairy Tales. <laughs> we, right? We started, at, we started at the duplex, where a huge of hit, course. and then we got moved to the WPA, where okay. Little Shop started and Stan Magnolia Songs for started. New World was Songs there. Songs for New World yes. was like there a year or two before we mm. were. Yep. So it was really exciting. Um, and we got we got some good reviews. I, uh, Clive Barnes gave us a good review. New York Times gave us a good oh, review. Wow. And then, and then the famous and gentlemen, and then John Simon. <laughs> John Simon, New York Magazine, eviscerated the show. Which fine, totally, totally acceptable. But one of his last lines <laughs> was, "The cast was bereft of talent and looks." So not only were we bad, <laughs> it's just me. Not only were we bad, like, we was ugly. We were like, like a bunch of ugly act. motherfuckers taking up time of can't his act. life. Don't look in the mirror. I was like, <laughs> what? Sing. And I was anything. like, I was like, no. There's these people are cute. I mean, yeah, I'm the funny one, but like, <laughs> oh man. Like, Keith is cute. Like, what's wrong with you, mister? <laughs> you guys, when we saw Rob today, like, we just mentioned John Simon, and it, it two seconds you had that quote. I mean, it wasn't like you looked no. it up, although you were like, I am the cast. I am so proud of that quote. As my it's drama teacher, Geraldine Clark, said, you've been Simonized. And there, I, and that's when I felt like I was part of Amazing. the community. And today, wow. we've been maintenerized. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have. It was 1995, and each additional minute is. <laughs> <laughs> to be maintenerized. We are so happy you uh, came by today. I am so thrilled that you offered. Today's episode was recorded at Shetler Studios on 244 West 54th Street. Visit Shetler Studios to book your room today, and you can be as cool as us. That's S-H-E-T-L-E-R studios.com. And a big thanks to our sound editor, Daniel Schwartzberg, and social media manager, Bethany Ann Selecki. And friends, don't forget, we want more folks to hear these incredible stories, and that's where you guys can come in and help us out. Yes, in order for people to find out about us, we need lots of ratings on iTunes. The more ratings, the more they'll come up in searches. So head on over to iTunes, search for Behind the Curtain Broadway's Living Legends, click on our logo, click on ratings and reviews, then write a review and leave us five stars and make us feel as special as Eliza Doolittle on Eliza Doolittle Day. Or you can leave us one star and make us feel as bad as Annie did in that weird production in Boston where Annie dreamed about being adopted and then ended the show back in the orphanage. True story, Rob was there. I saw it. So head on over to iTunes and make us feel even more special than we already do. (laughs) 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.